0: You're listening to the Organize My Gods podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. You guys, I'm super excited to be back from another week after taking a rest week and just getting back in the presence of God, getting filled back up so we can continue to pour out. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that has been keeping a lot of us hidden and not hidden in a good way. I'm not talking about the season where God is hiding you because he's preparing and molding you, but I'm talking about the seasons where we are hiding our gifts, hiding projects, hiding who we really are from people because we either feel like we're not ready or we feel like it's not good enough. All these things, this is what we're going to be talking about today. And that thing is shame. Yes, it is shame that is keeping you in hiding. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to take the time to define what shame is. So shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness or the awareness of wrong or foolish behavior. It's also a regrettable or unfortunate situation or action. So in other words, shame is basically the feeling that you get when you are about to experience humiliation or you have experienced it in the past. And it causes you to either shrink or hide or feel less than or feel like you are not enough. Now, again, I'm taking the time to define this because a lot of us don't even realize that the reason that we are hiding behind our businesses or hiding and not releasing certain projects until they're quote unquote ready or dodging certain opportunities is because of shame. So before we even get any further, I want to take some time to give you some signs that you can tell if you have been hiding in shame. Um, and Number one is if you're feeling worthless. Now, this doesn't have to be necessarily to an extreme degree, but if you're constantly reminding yourself that you are unworthy or feeling like you have to get to a certain level before you can release something or always saying that you just don't feel like you're enough, that could be a sign that you're sitting in shame. Another way that you can tell if you've been sitting in shame is if you're constantly worried about other people are thinking about you. Now, let's get honest for a second, because a lot of us would say out loud or maybe on social media that we don't care what other people think. But in reality, we do, because if we look at a lot of the things that we haven't released yet, right, a lot of the things that we say that we're still working on or projects that are still not completed, we haven't released those things because we're really worried about how. The public will receive it, right? Whether it's people that you don't know, it's people that you do know, the audience that you have it for, you are worried about if it will be good enough for them. And so that is technically a form of worrying about what other people think. And that could be a form of shame. Another way that you can tell if you're sitting in shame is if you're afraid to look stupid. Now, we talked about this in previous episodes where I talked about how to overcome the fear of making mistakes and looking stupid. And I was very honest and transparent about seasons in my life where I would not take certain opportunities or I would not release certain projects because I was afraid of making mistakes and then looking dumb. And it was really just a fear of being unprepared. But in reality, when God is calling us to launch something, we're not always going to feel prepared. We may not have an entire marketing plan laid out from detail to detail. Sometimes you have to be in a season of testing where you're launching something and then the feedback from your audience will tell you what else you need. But a lot of us, especially if you've taken my quiz, what type of thinker you are, you may have gotten the personality type of the perfect planner where you are planning and planning. You have a plan for your plan, but you don't actually execute on any of those things. And once one thing that's keeping you there is uh, shame. And we like to give shame a fancy word and call it perfectionism, but really, perfectionism in its truest state is the need to appear perfect or the need to appear like you have it all together. And what that really is is a cover up, it's a defense mechanism for helping you to not feel exposed or helping you to not feel like you were unprepared. So you are essentially procrastinating so that you don't have to feel that shame. You don't have to feel that feeling of embarrassed of, oh, my gosh, I put this thing out and there was an error there. Or, oh, my gosh, I put this thing out. Now people are going to think that I'm not as organized or I'm not as uh, established or I'm not as qualified as I said I was. Like all of that is really fear and anxiety. Now, another way that you can tell if you're sitting in shame is that you have constant negative self-talk. This is crucial for a lot of people. Again, if you've taken my quiz, um, what type of thinker are you? You might have been given the personality type of the analyzer. And the analyzer is a person that constantly, again, analyzes everything that they do to the point where they are either talking themselves out of things. They're kind of talking themselves in circles. They may talk down to themselves because they're so focused on what is the right way that I should take that they are actually just speaking negatively on everything they're doing. You probably struggle with a lot of uh, self-esteem where you know that you're capable, but whenever you try to make a step forward, you're thinking so much that you're actually talking yourself out of it. And where the shame comes in is that you spend so much time thinking about it, that you have now shame for feeling like you should have been further along, right? And that shame keeps you to the point where, well, I keep talking about it, I keep saying I was going to do it, but now I feel such a heaviness and I feel such a embarrassment because I'm still talking about this thing, right? And so you can see how shame acts as a paralyzer um, for purpose, for your assignments, and really for what you're called to do. And so if you find yourself identifying with any of those statements, like this is not something to beat you up about. I just wanted to bring it to your attention because again, sometimes we don't even know that shame is at the root of these things and these reasons why we are hiding and not fully executing on the things that God has called us to do. So whether God has called you to uh start a new business and you're feeling like, "Oh, well, I tried to start something before and it didn't work out." So now I wonder if they're going to feel like I'm not qualified or maybe God is calling you to pivot into a different industry and you feel like People are going to think that you're all over the place or even if God is calling you to start a YouTube channel or a podcast and then you mess up on your words and now you feel like you're less of an expert. Like like all of these things are lies that the enemy feeds us in order to keep us in hiding. And again, this is not a good hiding where God is, you know, protecting and maybe shielding you from an environment that is not necessarily prepared for who you are yet. This is the hiding where we are intentionally drawing away from the opportunities and the doors that God has opened because we are afraid that we are not enough or we are afraid that we will embarrass ourselves. So let's go ahead and get into the scripture that God has given me for how we can really deal with the shame when it comes up, right? So the scripture is going to be in Isaiah 54 and 4 and it's in the amplified version. So it says, do not fear for you will not be put to shame and do not feel humiliated or shame for you will not be disgraced for you will forget the shame of your youth and you will no longer remember the disgrace of your widowhood. Again, that was Isaiah 54 verse four in the Amplified version. And I'm going to read it again. It says, do not fear for you will not be put to shame. And do not feel humiliated or ashamed for you will not be disgraced for you will forget the shame of your youth and you will no longer remember the disgrace of your widowhood. God is saying to us that everything that has happened in the past that has made you feel unqualified, you will no longer remember those things. When you step out and you be obedient to whatever it is that God is telling you to do, you will not be put to shame. You will not be humiliated. You will not be embarrassed, right? These are all lies that the enemy is telling us and the things that we have come into agreement with. We feel like, Okay, God told me to start a YouTube channel. So if I start this YouTube channel and I make this video and I've never been on video before, then I'm going to say something crazy or I'm not going to have my words. I don't know what to say, right? We have all of these things that are really so far in the future and all God asks us to do was show up right? He says, you will show up and I will put the words in your mouth. Or if he's telling you to launch that new service and you're wondering, I wonder if people are going to buy. If people don't buy, then I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to be looking like an expert, right? All these things are added on to what God told us to do, right? Have you noticed that God gives us an instruction and all of a sudden we feel like we are left to pick up the pieces after the instruction is given? If God has given you one step, he'll give you the next step. If God told you to start the business, then he will tell you who to serve. He will bring the people that are supposed to be there. He will give you the marketing strategy to pull those people in. And sometimes we have to stop being so discouraged by the immediate fruit of our obedience. So say God starts you to start a YouTube channel and only five people subscribe to your channel at first. So now you feel like, okay, well, only five people are here. So maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing or nobody's watching. So I need to switch to somebody else. Sometimes a part of the embarrassment and the humiliation that we're feeling is premature. We haven't even given God time to work yet. We're expecting millions of people to be after the thing that God has told us to do, but we haven't given the fruit time to mature. And so a lot of that shame, again, is the enemy trying to get you to back out into what God is calling you to do. That's often why we experience so much spiritual warfare from the moment that we stepped out, right? Like you may have been, everything might have been fine and dandy before you decided to be obedient. But the moment that you decide to step out, all of a sudden you're being sworn with all these thoughts and these intimidating lies about yourself and all these feelings of unworthiness. But that's not a coincidence. When you step into obedience, the enemy got weary, right? Before you were minding your business, so you weren't a threat. But the moment that you step into obedience, you become a threat. And so, of course, the enemy is going to try to send anything he can his way to distract you, especially shame. Right. You may put something out and you feel good about it. And all of a sudden the enemy's like, well, should you have really said about that? Maybe that was too harsh. You could have said that a different way. Right. That's you could have said more. Somebody else could have done that topic better. All those are lies to try to get you to abort. And so we have to remember that God has promised like several times in that one verse, he is saying, do not fear. You will not be put to shame. He didn't say there was a possibility that you may. He didn't say that you probably will. He said that you will not be put to shame. He said that you will not feel humiliated or shame, and you will not be disgraced. So the next time that shame is starting to speak and you're feeling like you need to abort what you're doing or you are feeling like you need to go back in hiding, use this verse and speak back. to the enemy. We have to start talking back to the enemy. We can't allow him to just be swarming our minds with so many thoughts. This is why the word of God is so powerful, because not only is it a weapon against the enemy, but it also changes us from the inside out. As we begin to say God's word out of our mouths and we settle it in our hearts, our way of thinking is changed. Our responses change. In another translation of that same scripture, the New Living Translation, it says, fear not for you will no longer live in shame. See, shame used to be some of our homes. Shame used to be a place of comfort, right? We would go sit in shame and we knew that we would be able to sit in our comfort zone, that we wouldn't be in a place where we could possibly be rejected or we wouldn't be in a place where we could possibly feel like we didn't know enough. So shame was a place. It was a fake friend that allowed us to hide our gifts. It allowed us to be silent and sit in the background, but God is not calling us to live there. God says that shame is no longer your home and it's time. to come out. It's time to come out boldly. It's time to walk in your purpose. It's time to launch that thing and do it confidently because all of heaven is backing you. God would never give you something to do and not support you all the way through it. He's never going to give you an assignment and a task and not give you the provision for it. If he told you to speak, he's going to put the words in your mouth. If he told you to teach, he's going to tell you exactly what to teach. If he told you to pivot into a new industry and you don't know anybody there, you better believe that God is going to set up divine connections to get you where you need to go. Divine mentors, all these things, God has already gone before you and he has protected you from behind. So the next time you feel like you want to sit in shame, remember, that is no longer your home. You don't live there anymore. Matthew 5 verse 14 through 16 in the New Living Translation says that you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Did you hear that? It says that you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Some of y'all couldn't hide even if you try. You try to go into a room and hide in the background and you're immediately noticed. Why? Because there's something down on the inside of you that cannot be contained. Sometimes you go in a room and you speak and the whole room gets silent. And it's because there's an authority in your voice that God has put there. You couldn't hide it even if you tried. You're trying to work in a place that God didn't call you to. You're trying to do the bare minimum and slide under the radar and your boss keeps calling you out. Why? Because there's something down on the inside of you that cannot be contained. You cannot hide. That thing that God has put on the inside of you, that thing starts speaking, that thing starts leaping. And so I just pray that you will no longer let shame cause you to water down your testimony or water down your voice or make you feel like you're not as qualified as the other people. What God has put in you, no one can contain. Imagine you literally sitting under a table hiding when God has called you to be out on platforms. God is calling you to bring his name glory. That is what we were created to do. We weren't sent here to allow our gifts to lie dormant and hide. We weren't sent here to allow those gifts and those ideas that God has given us that are rotting away in our notes tab to just sit there and lie dormant. No, we were put here as solutions to someone's problem. We were put here to partner with God here on earth. It doesn't matter what he's called you to do. You have to launch it and come out of shame because that is not your portion. They say one of the richest places in the world is the graveyard, and that's because so many dreams die there. Dreams and visions that God has placed in people have died with them because they allow shame. The possibility of being embarrassed, the fear of being humiliated, keep them from walking into what God told them to walk into. Shame wants you to be so afraid of what people think about you that you actually disobey God and never move on what it is that he's called you to do. Or you do move, but you move timid, right? You move just enough to be obedient, but not enough to make impact. And what that looks like is I'm going to make the video, but I'm going to water down my testimony. I'm going to start the business, but I'm not going to actually market it. I'm only going to, if somebody finds it, they find it. That's what walking in timidness looks like. God's word says that he did not give us the spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He's called us to be strong and courageous because he knew that the enemy would try to come in with shame, but he also knew that what he put on the inside of us could not be contained and that his power was more than enough to get us where we need to go. So, For anybody that's feeling like they aren't enough, for anybody's feeling like they missed the mark, for anybody who's feeling like they aren't worthy of success or they are not equipped, God is telling you that you are enough. In fact, you are more than enough. You know why you're more than enough? Because you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. And his word says in Philippians 4:19 that he supplies all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That means that you never run out of power. You never run out of strength. You never run out of boldness and courage when you tap into God because his supply is abundant. So there's nothing that shame can keep. Shame is not your home. Your home is with God. And when you're homeless with God, you can walk in boldness. You will walk in a place of authority. When everybody else sees what's on the inside of you, but you can't see it, God will illuminate that thing to you. And you will look in the mirror and say, I am more than enough. I am capable and I can do it. Why? Because God is with me and I am his vessel. That is the place that we need to be coming from. So again, don't just listen to those scriptures. Go back and study them. Study Isaiah 54 and 4. Study Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16. Study these scriptures and meditate on them. Every day when you wake up, remind yourself that you will not be put to shame. Every day when you wake up, remind you that God has not called you to be hidden. Say these things out of your mouth. Say them until you believe them in your heart because when the enemy keeps talking, which he will, you will be able to speak back. You won't have to sit in silence because the word is a weapon. And when you resist the enemy, he flees from you. So it's time for us to start using the word. Use these scriptures and fight. Because you have an assignment on your life and it's going to be beautiful when you can see why God chose you. Every day, one of my prayers is, God, help me to see what you see in me. Help me to see who you created me to be before I was even in my mother's womb. Because you said that all my days were written, which means that each thing that you have told me to do, you've already written out the outcome. You've already written out the impact and all I need to be is obedient. Ask God to change your view of you. Ask him to change what you see when you look in the mirror. Now, before we end this episode, I want to give you guys a practical exercise that can help you to overcome shame. What I want you to do is take some time. I don't care if it's five or 10 minutes and write down all the areas where you feel like you're not enough. Once you write those down, look at each one and ask yourself, not enough for what? And then ask yourself, why do you feel like you're not enough? You're going to have to be really honest and vulnerable and face these things head on so you can see that the very areas that you feel like you're not enough are the very areas that God says that you are. And the reason why you felt like you were not enough is a lie. Sometimes it takes for us to get out of our head and see these things in writing in order for us to fully comprehend what is happening. Once you have that list and you see all the lies that you've been believing, go ahead and renounce those lies come out of agreement with them, and then plant a scripture in place of what you believe. So you can use Isaiah 54 and 4 as one of those scriptures or any other scriptures that God will bring to your mind. Then take that list of scriptures and put it somewhere that you can see it often so you'll be reminded and you'll have a plan in place for when shame starts to speak. So this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share the link with a friend. Also leave a rating and review so that more people can find this show. Check the show notes for the scriptures that was mentioned and also the link to take the quiz if you want. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.